0: Good evening. God just drew me into a sleep, a deep sleep again, and had me to get up here and say what I saw. And I'm not even all the way up. I am not. That's why I got to sit down. It felt like I was in that dream for hours, and it would only been for like seven to ten minutes. I was sitting down on the couch, having a random conversation about life. And all of a sudden, loud shouts of—it was something like gunshots that was sounding off so loud. And I was like, "Hold on, everybody! You know, get down on the floor. Get down, get down. You don't want to get hit with the gunshots. Get down." And God say, "Back it up a little bit." We got to know that the Bible is basic instructions before leaving earth. And it's passed down generation upon generation. Even though it's people encounters with God. But it's still man-made due to people's, you know, encounters with God. And he's still the same. But the way how Revelation describes how Christ is coming. Before he comes, he's going to set a warning that only come from heaven. And I seen that day of the warning before the when he sent him around the time that he does. Let me get it. Let me get myself together. I don't know that I would know the time. Neither do you. No one, not even Christ. But moments leading up to Christ coming is not that it's just he going to appear like that. It's going to be warnings before he appear and it sounded like loud shots of firecrackers just so loud everywhere everybody heard it at the same time and it wouldn't stop. You know how you hear like the 4th of July it just poof 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 poof. You understand? It was like that. My God I see you here. Ai. sei <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, get down, get down to, you know, the company I was around. And he was like, there's no gunshots outside. There's nobody outside shooting no guns. Everybody came outside and drew everybody's attention. These sounds are coming from heaven and everybody's heart knew. It don't matter how long you've been in the body. If you know God or didn't know God, everybody's spirit, man, everybody's heart begin to know this is Deathly from heaven, they sound. It was sounding off everywhere. At the same time, everybody heard it all from the north, south, east, and west. And it was nothing nobody can do about it. And all of a sudden, they was was getting louder and louder. And people were just everywhere, just confessing, This is God. God, forgive me. I repent. I repent. I repent. I repent. And I yelled out my window, if you're not born again, I'm releasing deliverance in the atmosphere for anybody out here who need to be delivered. Everybody was confessing how they just wanted to go to heaven. How they just Wanted to be with God, how they just wanted to receive Christ. People were just yelling out peace. People was yelling out joy. People were just confessing. They was confessing and repenting at the same time. And all of a sudden, oh Jesus, I see, I never saw you. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. What's happening here? Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Oh no, oh no, Oh no, oh Oh my god. Thirty plus years of me saying encounters from the kingdom was to come. Everything. I have never ever thought that it would be like this when you do before you do come back. Before he come in glory, it's repentance. It's a warning. I'm about to send him. And everywhere people were, it was, just, it was all kinds of people. It don't matter. The people that killed multiple people, they yelling out, peace, joy. I'm delivered. I just ask you to, to forgive me. Forgive me. Everybody became like a baby. No one was strong in the sense of physical strength. Everybody became vulnerable. Hey, forgive me. I love you. I'm safe. I'm born again. Peace, joy, love. This is God. This is God. And there was nothing nobody could do about it. It was just happening. The entire earth heard it. The entire evil principality, realm upon realm heard it. The darker, the deeper. The entire kingdom heard it. Oh, my goodness, my God. My God. Oh, my God. I just received the revelation from Christ. And I'm going to tell you this. It's been days and days. Matter of fact, weeks. I was like, Christ, why do I feel like you just allowing me to have this moment with God so much? You're not saying much. And before I went to bed... He had my hand touch my face. This how close I am to you. See your hand on your face, seeing how close my face is on your face. You're wearing my face. Where well, I am, you are. I'm right here. You don't ever have the seat to find me. I am here. And all of a sudden. The loud shouts from the sky, like the fireworks. It was like a celebration. It wasn't no crying out. It wasn't no any of that, like torture, destruction. It wasn't any of that. It was nothing but people knowing that it's God and they know. It's like everybody had the knowledge to know what you got to say in order to go to the kingdom or just confess that the kingdom is I mean, people you could think about, any name you could, that ever existed, confessed the greatness of the Lord. People that you, everybody was saying it. Like, it wasn't nobody that did not say it. <laughs> I'm yelling out the window. People yelling in my window. People yelling outside. And many was so nervous of it coming because it's like, it's such a power that was coming upon us that we couldn't even stop. Couldn't even stop. People were scared, but scared in greatness. Like, whoa, this is really happening. It's really happening. We've been hearing about this. We've been teaching about this. We've been talking about this. It's happening. It's happening. Now, I'm not saying it's happening, you understand, in a sense of knowing the time and the hour. But God wanted me to give you this dream. Holy Spirit is speaking through me to say to you how it's actually set up to happen that many didn't have the encounter with God like this to describe prophetically what's to come. Because many have the wrong idea, to be honest. I just came from the day. I won't even be honest with you. I won't even be here when that day comes. <laughs> He's coming back to be exalted. And that's exactly what was happening. The people was exalting. Wasn't nobody... You know, cry, oh my God, I'm going to hell. Oh my God, oh my God, I'm, I'm this, I'm that. Like, we think that it is, like we preach that it is. No, it's not. God set off a sound of glory, of rededication, of repentance. Like, even if you repented already, you just want to repent again. Just because he, you feel, you encounter goodness. It was goodness coming from the sky in the sound of firecrackers. And they would get louder. And it was heaven's fireworks. It was this... Poo-poo-poo-poo. Crack-crack. Crack-crack. And it just kept going off. And it kept getting louder and louder and more powerful and more powerful. Wasn't nobody running around thinking they going to hell. Everybody knew what to say so they wouldn't go. It's like it was a great sense of glory. And then he sent Christ to come. After that first encounter of the loud sound from the kingdom like thunder and fireworks. I thought it was gunshots at first, but it kept getting louder and louder to the point, this is not earthly. This is not even an earthly sound. And then here come God. Alert. Alert. Oh, my God. Okay. (laughs) Heavy duty security. Alert. Alert. You know when you hear, you know, alarm go off due to like military style, like is letting people know, okay, now it's time for us to go where when we need to go. That sound that, but God's voice was alert, alert, heavy duty security, which means that he is our security. God wanted me to see the truth, to talk about the truth. And God said to me, there's so much more. Oh, my gosh. I had no idea. And many of us don't, the gifts that he put in us. Christ went from standing at my dining room table to making his way in another glance of an eye on the couch. And you visionized that from the table to the couch without even making any footsteps. Come on, just appearing places. Come on. And he's telling me to say to you guys, the reason why when he stepped out of the tomb and no one noticed it was him without the miracles, the disciples without the miracles being present first is because he came, when he he rose, he came in his true identity and glory, how he looks, seated. See, he came in the earth, holding on to everything that his life was for us to let go of. So he came here like Isaiah prophesied, scrawny and full of a man who knew no sin but became and, you know, carried all of that. He carried deception. He carried anger, bitter, unforgiveness, the word ugly. He carried fat, unappealing, all these things that the words that are, any word you can think of that's just not in the kingdom, He became and it became him. So he didn't even look like himself. A lot of us think that he came looking like himself and went back home looking the same way. No, he came looking like sin here. He came looking the least. He came looking the least. And he just told me that. I came looking the least. That wasn't my true identity in a sense of how I appear in the kingdom. And that's why when I have risen, many didn't know it was me walking to town, walking through town from Jerusalem to Galilee. And no one noticed me until I said something to the disciples, until I said something to people who encountered I sat at the seaside and that's why they didn't notice me. They know how I appeared in the earth. They wasn't that far from the shore to not identify me. And many of us talk and preach like it's because of a lack of faith. No, it's because it was a different appearance. When he transfigured in the presence of Elijah and Moses, many say "Lysus" us in a different language. In front of a couple of disciples. He began to transfigure. And he was transfiguring to his original identity as Jesus, the son of God. Right in front of them. It's like he, be, he went from holding sin and becoming sin. Looking like, you know, unappealing in the least in the flesh. To now looking like glory, how he is seated. Right in front of them. So he showed them his true identity. I had no idea Christ is built the way he is. Because I'm looking at him, you know, even though God put him in the form of a woman, but she still had to curve around fleshly. So a little bit of your traits and DNA is connected to God's promise. Looking like a, you know, a Jew, you know, a person that's, you know, lived and grew up in Nazareth and born in Bethlehem. Having that type of look due to that type of part of the earth you're from. Hallelujah. Because he didn't stand out. If he did, it would have been said. That's just like two Asians giving birth to an African-American. That would stand out, wouldn't it? I'm not talking about adoption. I'm talking about literally conceiving an African-American. So he came out looking just like. In fact, looking according to Isaiah 53 and John 4, John 3, John 1, all of John actually. He was looking unappealing. Looking least than everybody else. Like that one to be rejected. That one to not be considered in the back of the class. But know all the answers that the teacher, you know, give a question about. And I had no idea until today how Christ looked. And it's totally different from how he appeared when he was here. And that's why... The disciples didn't know it was him. He was risen in glory. Back to his original state. Everything was brought back. And he showed me the truth. We thinking he's coming back to just, you know, pretty much destruction and all of that. No, it's that we'll be exalted amongst the earth. I will be exalted amongst the land. And that's exactly what he showed me before I got up. Yes, I see you, Christ. He was, everybody was. Matter of fact, Christ wasn't even present. It was God, you know what, you know what? It was God introducing what's happening first. It started out by shouts of firecrackers it sounded like. And everybody started looking around like, where are these shots coming from? Get down for safety. But it wasn't no bullets flying. It wasn't no people out with no guns. Like this sound is not coming from the earth. This sound is coming from above. And everybody everywhere, the reason why I talk about it over and over, because more detail come. Everybody, just visionize everybody everywhere. Yes, you are, Lord. Yes, every knee was confessing and bowing that Jesus is Lord and God is God, and this is God that's happening. But everybody wasn't crying. No one was crying out. People was excited and glad. And a little bit of fright, and due to being overwhelmed, that this is actually the moment in time; this is actually happening. Like, whoa, what's next? What's next? And there's nothing we can do to stop what God was doing. It's like God was like the same way that God came in the, you know, when Christ got baptized, Holy Spirit came in the form of a dove, and God said, right in the presence of John, "This is my beloved Son, who I am well pleased." God said the same thing when He transfigured in front of Elijah and Moses. God was like, this is my beloved, you know, I will please, you know. And that's exactly how God was talking, but he said instead, alert, alert, you know, heavy duty security. He was referring to himself, like this is I. And everybody heard the voice of God before God said, Christ come. It wasn't just like, oh, Christ just showed up in the middle of the sky. And everybody looking, crying out for forgiveness. No, God showed mighty works before he sent him. And then God spoke himself to introduce, it is I who is doing this, your father, your creator. And then he sent Christ because everybody already aware what's happening, what's going on. So when Christ come, there goes the glory. There goes the exhortation. Because we was exalting before God sent Christ. The atmosphere was just fixed to exalt. It was no destruction. It was none at all. It was just, we know what this is. And we know what to say and do to go back home. Everybody at the same time. Everybody in Arabia, Africa, Asia, Europe, and Antarctica, Russia, anywhere, North America, South America. Everybody, everywhere at the same time heard that noise. The same sound. and said the same things. And you just had to instruct some people. If you don't know what's going on, but many already knew. But you still want to give out the advice. Just If you have not made him the Lord of your life, just do it now. But people was already confessing he was Lord outside, but you still want to give that message because you have in your heart just in case somebody just don't. And I realize how many of the times we talk about, you know, repentance and giving out warnings like, do you want to go to hell? Do you know hell is a real place? What I just came from, the way how we talk about... To get people to receive Christ. That's why many don't want to receive. Because he's not coming back for us to be afraid. God said, do not be afraid of sudden fear. He did not give us the spirit of fear. So a lot of us try to fear souls back to the kingdom. Do you want to be in hell? Do you know where you're going when you end up? That was not where I came from just now in the earth. During that day that God made to see that I wanted to be physically here to see. Haven't even scratched the surface as to what God really wanna do. Now I see the importance of my gift. I'm here to release what I see, not just in the earth, not just beneath, but in the kingdom. I have words from God. I'm encountering God, what's to come? That's why Satan hates me. Because he wants my gift. He wants to be like God. He see me and you being like God. And then all of a sudden, God had me to feel just now while I'm talking to you. The love is going to draw people to Christ. The good news. Now what is good news? Do you know what heaven is like? Let me talk to you about what God showed me. Do you know what happened when we give God our lives, when Christ is our Lord? Let me tell you. It's not, oh, you're going to hell if you don't live right. You're going to be, you know, you're a sinner if you don't. That's bad news. God showed me what it is to release good news. God is, you know, he's seeking to have a life with you. Many don't believe in what they cannot see. Do you know if many of us can see God physically, it'd be a lot different for many of us. If I could just see you God, if you could just hold me physically, if you could just be right here in my bedroom or sit at my table or just show me you opened up my mailbox to get these bills. But he's here more evident than natural because things that are natural perish away. So how powerful is the kingdom of God supernaturally for real. I don't even know how I'm going to go to bed now, but I will. He's showing me before he sinned a higher level. I know the truth. I just sinned it. I just it. I see I seen it I never knew Christ was that tall because he showed me how he appeared you know as you know a Jew here walking the shore with John and they both had on tan and brown Just you no know, very neutral colors and they had these little small you know type of I'm not going to say uh, cloth it's the material like uh, how you make sandals a little bit you know the little stitch up ones it was a stitched up man bag they both had them, they were like tan and brown and they had on these garments and their hair was blowing in the breeze, it was about at least 75 degrees by the shore and people was out there doing work and labor and fishing and John just walking with Christ and Christ just talking on the left side of John and John just enjoying hearing what Christ had to say Christ showed me that Long ago, over eight years ago. And now he's showing me how he look, how he appear in the kingdom, two different types of looks. I didn't even know. He's tall, strong, mighty looking. Created, we are creations of God I thank God that God created them here in the earth like that created in the earth like that but him and God always existed they always existed That makes no earthly sense because all we know is our beginning of time. There's no beginning regarding their existence and there is no end. And as God created us, there is no end. And he knew before the beginning, before the foundation. People were like so overwhelmingly afraid, but a, you know, can't say a great fear, but it was just like, "This is happening." Hold me, stay with me. Let me call such and such. We're gonna, you know, let me see them before, you know. People was calling on the phones. Hey, you hear that? Yeah. You know who that is? Yeah. I love you. I love you too. This is it. Yeah. No one was upset. No one was afraid. In the sense of fear to be, you know, worried. No. Everybody just knew it was the time to go home. I thank God for not showing me demonic realms during that time. Because I could just imagine how Satan feel and look to see Time up. It's like laugh now, cry later. Hmm. And many of us, God is saying, use that symbol with two, you know, mask a smiley face and a sad face. And it's the symbol of laugh now and cry later, but it's symbolizing humanity when problems come, or when tick for tack, or when karma come, but forgiveness is present. Mercy is present. So that statement is for, is for Satan, excuse me, and not us. And many of us embraced it for us. Reading about those in the Bible who had dreams like Ezekiel with the valley of the dry bones and John the Adam of Patmos, you know, even Isaiah, Jeremiah, everybody, Joseph, all these great leaders. My God. And I'm starting to see. How important it is to actually be here. God took it up a notch for me to discover more about myself. My anointing, my, you know, speciality. I don't even know what to do right now, to be honest. That's why I'm still right here. I don't know. God said no. K-N-O-W, no. You know. You know what to say and you know what to do because I have revealed it unto you. You hear me and you hear me very, very well. Just like Moses hearing those commandments. And he let the people know what I had to say. You are a messenger. Now you know how and why to give such a loving message. Not of hate, not of fear, not even a warning. But for glory's sake, that's good news. Your business is being about my business. Good. some angels with these bowls of water like they about to wash feet or something like that god my god (sighs) we are all created to have what it takes to do what he called us to do Moses did not step out, the children of, you know, of Israel would not have been freed out of Egypt. If Joseph did not exercise his gift to interpret that dream, rest of his testimony would have not been manifested even though it was written we don't have to wonder or worry when God or when we have to do something or are we doing enough God knows what to show us how to show us how to relate to us for us to know what's coming up next a lot of coming away with God alone. I see how necessary it is because if I'm not alone with Him, then I'm engaging elsewhere when He wants to say stuff at the time. He has it to be when you engage, you go out and enjoy the world and go ahead. But when it's time to come away, it's time to come away and listen. And that dream, you know, had me <gasps> so much that I almost failed trying to record this because he just got me up, and, you know, woke me up graciously and said, now go record. I'm not even all the way. I'm stumbling. At the same time, what just, uh, you know, what just happened here? What did I just witness? <sighs> I just wanted to share that with you guys. The greater see that is oh God just dump some water on my head that bow I thought was for my feet was actually for my head it's anointing higher and it goes higher and higher and it gets better and better just keep following Keep being hungry, keep being thirsty. Oh, God, oh. my God, greater is He that is in us. Mm. Mm -mm. I submit to whatever you want to show me, God. Now see how special I really am to you. We all do. A lot of times we don't know how special we really are when it comes to our anointing, our giftings, being unique and wonderfully made because we're just so busy being who we are. Many of you can see what I don't even see, but I'm still being who I am. Sometimes people can see us in a high degree, as we, you know, that we see ourselves, but doesn't mean that we count ourselves short. You get what I'm saying. Some would say to me, do you know how special you really are? We all are. Yeah, you are, we all are, but you have a specific anointing on you that's very superior That's why you're, you know, everything about you the way it is. That's why it's like that. The way how you talk with authority, the way how God giving you a roar that intercedes on the behalf of the throne. It stands God up and it paralyzes Satan and all evil principalities. You visit the pit. God takes you in different realms demonically. The things you testify and say in the encounters that you have, we don't hear about that too much from anybody, even at all. The things that you're doing and saying from God in the encounters on this podcast or whenever you preach and teach, a lot of times it's the first time of us seeing it actually being done through someone in such a way. And many of us encounter God in a different way. Every time I'm complimented, I release it back. In the same matter, I don't just keep the compliment, I release it back in return to all of you. So thank you for lifting me up and praying for me, what well, God has actually just anointed me to greatly do. Father, I used to want to fit in. I didn't like standing out, but now I realize I'm created too. not about spotlight. It's about your life. If I didn't know about the Bible and all of that being true, I know darn well it is now. I'm starting to see how any Bible is great encounters and instructions passed down from people encountering you, and you're still the same as we are we are writing new translations of our encounters with you without us even writing translations because our lives are being written and is being clearly evidently seen as we walk it out. And I realize a lot of things you're telling me. Sometimes it's the opposite of what we were all thinking. King James had 50 plus people help him rewrite the Geneva, the good book to King James Version. William was the first English man to translate the Bible from Greece to English. And it's been translated ever since then in English in different translations. But it's still all the same beautiful encounters from the same God. But we don't communicate with you only in your word because you're still the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. So I can talk to you now. Now even talk to you in the future. What's to come? Because you just talked to me. I heard the sound of your voice. It was like a sound of the alarm, but not fearful. It was that everybody knew it was God. No one did not know it was you even those who serve false gods. In that moment of glory, everybody confessed where they're from. And, oh! Oh, wow! Okay, God. Okay. He said, before I went to bed, I made an important statement. If there's anything that I need clarification that's in my face, and I don't see it. I'm not looking, I'm not paying attention without being aware of you being right here. Whatever you want to show me that I don't know and anything that we was told or taught or was passed down that we still don't know about reveal to me the exact truth. And that's exactly what he just did. He hears us when we pray. Praying is just communicating with God. Making requests made known unto the will of God. No one was thinking about their possessions. No one was thinking about any of that. Everybody was like looking at people. Everybody confessing good things. And calling things out. Let me make sure I repented for this. Father, did I repent for this? Everybody was saying stuff like that. Well, forgive me for that if I didn't ask before. Mm -mm -mm. Greater is he that is in us. He showed me double of everything. He just showed me, I don't know why, but he just showed me, you know, two Twinkies. Yeah. I haven't had that in almost a decade. (laughs) Probably longer than a decade. Probably a century. (laughs) He just showing me two Twinkies. Yeah. Two Twinkies. Oh, my God. Sit with your back straight up. Don't sit curved. Your posture goes where you from. How you talk is from where you from. Sit up. Sit proud. Sit with authority. You are where you from. You are where you from you are where you from. And you know where you're from. You can do what happens where you from. You can do exactly what's going on where you're from. You can receive from where you're from. see yourself be where you from know where you from much more much more much more know what's on my mind know what's in my heart nothing earthly only you you're in my heart you're on my mind I never said I would never leave a place nor a person I mean nor a thing I said I would never leave nor forsaken you I think about you My mind is on you. My heart is on you all the day long. Why I'm with you. Know much more about where you are from. And the only way you can get that knowledge is in my presence. You don't want to be misled from people's. Theology, assumptions of what they think it's like. You want the truth. And that's why you receive the truth and the truth free you. Because those who worship me must worship me in freedom. Truth is freedom. God has also given the animals a different way to communicate. That's why there are so many attacks with wild animals because of a miscommunication. When God created Adam and he named every animal, he was amongst them. The lions, the bears, tigers, doesn't matter. And not one disobeyed him, tried to attack him, tried to eat him. Because they all knew that he had dominion over them. And the reason how they knew because they were always in his presence. They were created to know. They grew up knowing. See, now there is a, you know, separation. We place the animals in different parts of the earth. So now they only amongst them, you know, their own species. So when they see us, they see us as a threat and not a one with dominion and authority. They look at us sometimes even as prey or threat and they come to attack. There's no way in fiery hell God give us dominion over every living thing and the animal can sit there and try to take us out. Even when it comes to weather. God put in the hands of man to have a handmade, man-made device, a cellular, you know, device that can detect upcoming weather. And we call those people meteorologists, weather people, anchors, news person. They're speaking ahead of the weather to come. And many of us prepare for the weather that we don't want to come. Rain is beautiful. Snow is beautiful. But when it comes to rain getting out of control, when it comes to snows becoming blizzards Volcanoes erupting, hurricanes, wind getting out of control. You understand, that's for us to declare and decree. But many of us prepare for the upcoming trouble. Okay, now it's time to prepare to be downstairs in the basement. Tornado coming, hurricane coming. Let's go get much more food and Let's make sure we have what we take so we can survive. We're not created to, you know, be under that influence. We're created to dominate and be, you understand, in authority. And it comes under total submission and subjection because of our influence. So if we Christ-like, God-like here, we have to really stand and take our position as being only that and that only. God had me to study, you know, oceanic, you know, sea creatures and all of that. And the most one that they so afraid of is the great white. But the biggest sea creature is a blue well. But people think that the great white is the one to fear because Is the one who's been doing many of the attacks. It looks so mean, so deadly. They call it a monster. But they're just very curious. Because they didn't grow up with us in their habitat. We stand out to them. Just like what would we do if a shark knocked on our door? Quote, unquote, just saying. You know it don't knock, but you get what I'm saying. First thing we're going to do is what? Kill it. Let a bear a grizzly be at our front door and we have a firearm. Or we going to shoot if it's trying to come in. And because of the separation of us not being together with the animals and sea creatures, because we're not to survive in the water. But many of us don't go around in the water to even learn from God what it takes to engage using our dominion. Instead, we get attacked. And then we get upset that they were curious and bit us, you know, took an arm off, a leg off, or just ate us completely, then we go send the SWAP team or the survivor team to go and capture the same animal that murdered or attacked. And all they were doing was doing what they thought was best. So God is giving, he showed me that, he's giving animals a different way to communicate that we can gain an understanding. You don't tell me, you don't attack me, you don't rule me. I don't care if you're bigger than me. Hallelujah. That authority that Daniel had with those lions. If he didn't exercise his authority, you know, faith without works is dead. So if he thought he was going to die, guess what? He would have even when it came to, you know, the heat, the heat waves in the fiery furnace with Hananiah, Ezariah, Mishael, what many of us call the names that Nebuchadnezzar have given them, but I don't confess those names. You know, the names, uh, what is it? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Those are the names that Hanani- I mean Nebuchadnezzar gave, given them. I call them by their Hebrew names, the names that God has given them. And they went in there with their faith. We know our God is in control, but if he just choose not to deliver us, then we're still going home. It's a win-win for us. And they used their faith, and look what happened. Wasn't even touched. And God placed me in a dream in that same furnace. I seen the shape of it, the metal, how rusty it looked. I saw the heat waves inside. I saw the conversations that Christ and them was carrying. In fact, it wasn't either hot in there, it was cool, but you saw the heat waves present. You could see the heat in front of you, like seeing atoms and particles and molecules and all that stuff, scientifically speaking. You didn't need no, you understand, magnifying glass to see that heat wave. It was right there in your face. And yet it was cool in there. They were talking and laughing. Wasn't paying the heat. No mind. Faith without works is what is dead. I'm telling you. So this is my time for now. I don't know what he's going to show me next if I go to sleep. (laughs) But I love it though. I love it. I just thank God that the dreams that he showed me, ah, okay. He wouldn't give me no dream that I don't understand. Thank you. Because you interpreted dreams as well. Wow. Wow. It's like a modern day, a little bit. Okay, don't even nope, because you are who you are. Thank you, Father. He, he stopped me. i I said a little bit of Joseph here, a little bit of Moses there, a little bit of Esther there. God said, You are who you are. A little bit of Quinesha here, a little bit of Quinisha there. Quinisha is whole everywhere. From the top of her head to the sole of her feet. Quinesha, Quinesha, Quinesha. There's no Esther in is Quinesia, Quinesia. But Quinesia served the God of Esther. But Quinesia is Quinesia. Thank you. Hallelujah. <laughs> Having dreams and can interpret them at the same time. That's magnificent. I just thank God that I don't have dreams and I don't even know what they mean. Thank you, God, for that. God say, with wisdom, you will always have clarification. He's speaking so fast. What's up with the Twinkies? Surprise. Okay. Whatever Twinkies. I don't even eat Twinkies. (laughs) I found out that Twinkies don't get stale. And I was like, hold up. Every food gets stale, not Twinkies. You can have a Twinkie for six, seven years. It would not mold. They were not mold. I was like, what in the world did they put in this? I don't even want that in my body. (laughs) And before I went to bed, I got so hot. Ah, I just got that. You're starting to give me signs as to what you're about to do. Oh, God, Jesus. Oh, God. Listen to the voice of God, what He's saying to y'all. I'm telling you. I know you're listening. It's my time for now. See, now he's allowing sleepy to come back upon me. Greater is he that is in us. Whew. I'm trying to get off of here. <laughs> oh, I see a lot of rain. The clouds have burst. Every, you know, word that we strategize to use, any type of, you know, way we analyze Or even analog when it comes to, like, movies and books about how God or when it's time for God to release, you know, miracles due to the season we're in. We use that as tides coming, you know, or rain bursts and, you know, stuff like that. But I see it in every form right now. I see so many fish on the shore. Not even, you know, I view in the water. They're on the shore for you just to pick up and grab. But it's symbolically speaking that you're not having, I'm not having to go to the miracles and signs and, you know, breakthrough upon breakthrough is coming to us. We don't have to look for the tide. symbolically speaking. It's on the shore for us to reach out and grab. You don't have to wait for the rain. The clouds already have burst. You don't have to Wait for your seed to sprout up. It's already harvest time. That's how God is speaking. It already is. The is means now. So don't no longer say will be. It is now. Because it already been written to come to pass. Now there are many things to come. But see them in the now. Hallelujah. And when you exercise your faith, it builds up your expectation. And your trust and believing in God for it to manifest now. Greater is he. God said, I'm a God of now. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. I love you. Thank you guys for listening to all of this. I love you.